Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that is in your time zone. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So... I want to encourage you in Jesus' name to hang in there. God's working. He's moving. And if you keep your eyes fixed on him, you'll have a smile on your face. Amen. Because it's a great day in the kingdom. Amen. It's a great day in the kingdom. I pray that everyone had a very wonderful Thanksgiving yesterday. I can truly say I enjoyed reading all of your entries in the MIC chat room on uh, what you were thankful for, and it was very, very encouraging and uplifting. Amen? If you didn't get to enter yours, you still may do so. But we had a wonderful time yesterday in the chat room sharing what we're thankful to the Lord for. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, saints, our God is bigger than anything we're facing. He's bigger than any financial challenge, any health challenge, any relational challenge. He's bigger than all of that. Yet he helps little people like us because he loves us so. And we have a covenant relationship with him. Amen? So no matter what you're facing, no matter how challenging or daunting it may seem to be, you're not alone. Amen? Oh, pastor, I know God is with me. No, not like you need to. Because if you understood it the way you need to, you wouldn't see it as a challenge anymore. Amen. Praise the Lord. So there's room for growth. Yes, there's room for growth. To our new listeners, we invite you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com MiracleInternetChurch.com When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes again, sign in using your very own name, And then say hello to everyone that's there in the chat room. 
We're very loving and accepting congregation, and everybody will say hello back to you. Amen? If you're on a cell phone, I encourage you to do the same. Go to your browser and pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com, and when the page comes up, across the banner you'll see three white dashes against a black background. Amen? So once you click the three white dashes, the whole page will open up, and you'll see each each place. Amen? You'll see MIC Radio Chat. You'll see Archive Sermons. You'll see Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. Pick the one that you need to choose. Amen? And you may follow the same directions and sign in and say hello to everyone. Amen. Now, I pray that everyone really did have a good time yesterday and enjoy yourself. Whether you chose to celebrate with others or you decided to celebrate with the Lord or you decided to celebrate with your sheets and your pillows, amen, I pray that you had a wonderful time and truly did enjoy the day because that's what it's for, to give thanks to the Lord from the bottom of our hearts, and to enjoy the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen? Now, if for some reason you were a little bit uh, not feeling well, I pray that you rested and received the restoration that you need. Yes, sometimes we need rest. Amen. Sometimes we need rest. We're going and going and going all the time. Sometimes we really do need rest. So I pray that if you needed rest, that you got some yesterday. Amen? It's a good day, no matter what you did. And the Lord, I pray, will bless us all with many more days. Amen? Amen. You know, um, I've uh, for those that missed the uh, announcement about the fast, the fast begins on this coming Sunday. Amen. This coming Sunday, and it goes continuously through uh, the 1st of December, that would be Thursday, midnight. Amen. It begins at 12.01 a.m. on Sunday morning, and it culminates at midnight on... Thursday night. Amen? So all the details have been given, and they're now posted in the uh, in the chat room in case you missed them. Please avail yourself to them. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, the Lord wants me to kind of remind us of some things. First of all, we're growing. And when it's time to grow, it's time for some change. So in the upcoming, oh, week or so, I may announce some changes. Not drastic, just changes. Why? Because we're growing. And we need to go forward. Amen? We need to go forward as a body, as a church, as believers in Christ. Amen? Amen. So. We're going forward in Jesus' name. Now, 
The next thing that I need to mention briefly is that they call today Black Friday. And that means they want you to give them your money or your borrowed money from your credit card so that they can be, as they call it, in the black, that they can have a nice balance financially at the end of the day. However, there's a little caveat in there that uh, the Lord and I were discussing. And while this may not uh, apply to everyone, it does apply to some people. We must be careful to be judicious and to use wisdom when we're spending our money, when we're spending God's money, because you know it's his money too. Amen? And everything that we want may not be what God wants for us. Amen? Amen. Also, when it comes time to pay for these generous episodes that we've had, we need to remember some things about the paying system. You see? On, I had to go find some paperwork to, to help me explain this. It says on this particular old bill that the total minimum payment due is $29. $29. You say, well, that's not bad, Pastor. Almost everybody can pay $29. But if you flip it over, it has some other words. It says, if you make no additional charges using this card, and each month you pay only the minimum payment, you will pay off the balance shown on this statement in about two years. And you will end up paying an estimated total of $751. Well, saints, it appears from this information that if you just pay the minimum balance, that's not a way to get out of debt. In fact, it's a way to stay in debt longer. It's a way to pay them more interest than you probably ought to pay. Amen? So if your plan for handling these finances and the bills that result from whatever spending is done is to just pay the minimum payment every month, let me advise you that that's not a wise plan. You know, the Bible says that the borrower is servant to the lender, and it's so. If you just pay the minimum payment, it will keep you in bondage. That's right. You know, the Bible says to owe no man anything but to love him. Well, love yourself. That's a good one. Love yourself. 
and sit down with the Lord and develop a plan, a payment plan, to get you out of this indebtedness as soon as possible. Amen? That's a wise thing to do. I know a lot of people get caught in the trap because it looks so appetizing to the flesh to just pay off the minimum payment every month. But you will have paid for whatever uh, amount of money that you borrowed many times over if you do it that way. Amen? So I want to advise you, don't fall into that trap of paying just the minimum payment due. Pay more than that. You and the Lord develop a plan to pay that particular bill off as soon as possible. Amen? Because the world economic system is shifting and changing drastically, and and we don't want to be caught in an uncomfortable and undesirable position should things shift very suddenly. Amen? So let's be wise saints and keep this in mind. Amen? Let's be wise saints and keep this in mind. And plan for your purchases. Don't just do this sporadic, oh, I just got to have this. No, that's not strength, that's weakness. Amen? Don't forget Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. The Lord will help you. You know, years ago, and I do mean this was years ago, this was decades ago, I started thinking, you know, every year I'm about to be free financially. I'm about to be completely, have paid off all these little bills and little credit cards and little this and that. But then here comes Christmas. And then I'm right back where I started all over again. So, now many of you won't find this to be very appealing, but this is what I did. I canceled Christmas. Number one, Jesus was not born on December 25th. And I was not shipping any of those packages to heaven. Amen. I figured by now my family should know that I love them, whether I gave them a present or a hug. And I decided that I needed to not feel entangled every January and still not have met my financial goals. So I decided I wanted out of bondage. So I canceled Christmas. I got out of the mall, and I didn't buy anything. I didn't spend any extra money on myself or anyone else. Amen? I didn't have to be out there in the mall with people knocking me over, pushing me back, snatching what I was reaching for, and all that other stuff. I didn't have to sit in traffic and just wait and wait. and I didn't have to go through that. Amen? So when I started doing that, I found out that I was not stressed. 
I wasn't in a hurry. I didn't have to make every sale. I wasn't addicted to shopping. Amen. And it was an overall more peaceful experience, and I finally got out of debt. So it depends on you how you decide to manage this. But finances are a blessing from the Lord if we use them that way. There's always going to be that time where the flesh goes, but you can afford it. You deserve this. You ought to have this. And that's the time to tell the flesh, you know, I need to go on another fast. Amen. You know, I was just thinking about a fast. Thank you, flesh, for reminding me it's time for another fast. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I hope that that helped the person's who need that encouragement. Amen? Amen. Because we want to be free. When God says do this, we want to be free to do this with him. Amen? We don't want those unnecessary entanglements. Amen? Praise the Lord. And if your family doesn't like it, tell them that they can feel free to seek the Lord themselves. Amen. Cover whatever situation they're pouting about. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for being God to us. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to navigate through times that sometimes can be tricky, and sometimes challenging. But we thank you that you supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you use our financial needs to draw us closer to you. You didn't promise that we would be financially rich, as some are, nor do you require that we be penniless either. That's not a requirement. You didn't ask that of us. Instead, you want us to simply trust you, whatever our financial status is. Even in the midst of financial stress, you offer us the prosperity and abundance of your grace. And you have promised to meet our every need. Teach us, Lord, to be content in whatever financial situation we find ourselves. Teach us how to have next to nothing and how to have more than enough. In any and every financial circumstance, teach us the secret of facing either plenty or hunger, abundance or need. We believe that you will supply all of our need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, that we can be confident that we can ask you for anything, knowing that you hear us. Since you hear us, you will answer us. 
You will give us finance as we bring our concerns to you, and we trust you to take care of everything. Let us not so sparingly, Lord, but instead show us how to scatter seeds where they ought to be scattered so that we can also reap bountifully. Let us give to others willingly, cheerfully, and without grudging. No matter what our finances, we know your grace will be enough. You will give us all we need to give to others. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we want to thank you for the word of God that dwells so richly in us. We thank you, Lord, that this will be a stressless season for us because we're trusting you. And if there are purchases that we must make, that we'll make them in peace and in joy, in no struggle, no feeling pressed to do something. Just peace, joy, and love. Contentment. Amen? Contentment. Contentment. In everything we do, Lord, let it be to your glory. Let it be to your glory. Amen? Let it be to your glory. We thank you, Father, for the grace to take each decision one at a time, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for helping us and giving us shortcuts to getting out of debt in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus. We bind all guilt, all condemnation, all feelings of insufficiency. We bind those spirits in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power, Father, over spirits that guard our financial lives in a wrong way, things that we learned growing up and things that we learned in the process of maturing that just were not the word of God where finances are concerned. We thank you, Father, that during this fast, you will unearth and uncover what needs to be known about our motives, our desires, and the way we handle our finances in Jesus' name. You'll bring correction where correction is needed. You'll bring knowledge where ignorance has reigned. You'll bring wisdom where we were once foolish. And we thank you, Father, for loving us and releasing your mercy, your grace, and your truth to us. We receive it now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that we are learning to trust you and not to trust in riches. We're learning to trust you instead of things, financial acumen. We thank you, Lord, for the grace of humility to walk where you have placed us and to do that that you have called us to do. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits that would come to trouble us. 
some of us down our family lines, it's been depression during this season of the year. There's been sorrow during this season of the year. There have been past hurts during this season of the year. But, Father, we thank you that the blood of Jesus washes it all away. The blood of Jesus washes it all away. We come to you openly, Father, and with places where we've been wounded in the past, and we refuse to go around this mountain one more time, remembering the hurts from the past, the disappointments from the past, the sorrow from the past. We're replacing our sorrows with your joy. We're replacing our pain with your peace. We thank you that you've given us the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will comfort us whenever we need it, Lord. We just need to open ourselves to him. So if in the past, Lord, this season has brought unpleasant memories, let those memories go away. We cast them all upon you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. We cast all of those past memories. The Bible says forgetting those things that are behind. So we choose to obey you, Lord, and we choose to forget them in Jesus' name. We're going forward in your love, in your grace, with your encouragement and your strength. And we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We want to thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for what you're doing in us. Thank you for the change that's happening in our soul. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the word of God, the armor of God. Oh, Lord, we have so many things to thank you for. We thank you for Miracle Outreach Ministries. And we thank you for our website. We thank you for this membership, this family of God. We thank you for the love that we share and the grace that is ours because of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we thank you for the warring linking angels, the praising angels, the ministering spirits. But most of all, we thank you for your very presence in our midst because you promised where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in our midst. So we give you praise for it, Father. We thank you, and we bless the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. Amen, 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 amen. I want to emphasize again how wonderful it was yesterday Uh, to get up, to read through your thanksgivings. It was very uplifting and very comforting, and it was just a wonderful feeling of thanksgiving, of what everybody is grateful to the Lord for. Amen. Amen. And if you didn't get to, to leave yours, you can still do it. You can still do it. 
His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness to us. Amen? Amen. Now, saints, while we're basking in the presence of the Lord, let's remember that these are still the high days, and we need to beef up our spiritual warfare. Amen? We need to beef up our spiritual warfare because the enemy's been attacking us. He has. That's what he does. He attacks. But we know what to do about it, and we do it in Jesus' name. Amen? So, Father, we know that you hear us when we pray, and we thank you for your answers and solutions in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that we're covered in the blood of Jesus and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper against us. Amen? We thank you, Father, that you are our shepherd and we shall not want and that you supplied our needs according to your riches and glory and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares upon you because we know you love us and you care for us. We thank you for divine health. We thank you that you're the God who heals our diseases, and by your stripes we have been healed. Amen. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ, and we come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and the powers that they use illegally. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy, In Jesus' name, we pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits and their attacks, Marine and water spirits, their attacks, all the sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, and passive devils and their attacks, the sorcery devils with their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, drone spirits, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, 
cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations with your demons. Amen. Every one of them bound in Jesus' name. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind targeted radio frequencies and all pulse weapons in their attacks, all microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you all sleep deprivation and pain-afflicting spirits. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. Amen. We bind all hypnotic trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices on the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Jamaican, Haitian, Dominican, Ruben, Caribbean, and Latin American, black and white magic. We bind black and white magic, voodoo, hoodoo, jujus, wherever they are practiced. Wherever the occult and witchcraft is practiced, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid it to transfer from one territory to another in Jesus' name. We forbid it to transfer from one territory to another in the name of Jesus Christ. We freeze it right where it is in the name of Jesus. And we freeze those that are doing it in the name of Jesus. We bind them. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We put them in the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, for shutting it down worldwide in Jesus' name. All of those witches that think they can sit around the world and dedicate the world to Satan. We pull you down from your so-called high place that you made for yourself. And we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all your works. We bind all your wickedness in Jesus' name. And we say, no, the world does not belong to Satan. It belongs to the Lord. It is his personal property. And so are you. So we take authority, dominion, and power over blue flame witches and every order, rank, and type of witchcraft there is. We bind the queens of the coats, wherever they are in Jesus' name, and all of their agents in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their drug work, their sex trade work, and every other kind of work that they have uh, stimulated in order to keep money in their pockets in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over their finances in Jesus' name. And we bind up their wicked finances being taken under the sea in Jesus' name. We bind them even under the sea in the name of Jesus Christ. And we give it all to the Lord Jesus. We take it from them and we give it to the Lord Jesus right now. 
We take their finances, for which they use to do wickedness and evil and unrighteousness. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we give it back to Jesus. Amen. All the silver and all the gold belongs to Jesus. It doesn't belong to witchcraft. In Jesus' holy name. We break the bonds of bondages that they've attempted to throw upon God's people. And we send it back wherever it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack must go back right now in Jesus' name. Every attack, no matter how small, no matter how seemingly insignificant, we bind every attack that has come against the saints of Miracle Outreach Ministries, Miracle Internet Church, and we send it right back where it came from right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. And we give you praise. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. We bind hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all microwave attacks, all 5G attacks, everything coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, and through all of our devices in Jesus' name. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices on the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the sender. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, and we Bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications in the name of Jesus. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, defile, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders, According to the covenant, we bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food lust, food addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us, 
to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights and returning to the sender all black magic and all jujus in Jesus' name, regardless to where they came from. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, tools, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits, and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride in the name of Jesus and all of his agents. Father, in the name of Jesus, serpent, large uh, serpent that can swallow a whole cow are being released all over the earth. From our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the spirit of the serpent. In Jesus' name, we cut its head off with the sword of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Every one of them, we cut their heads off with the sword of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We leave no serpent behind in Jesus' name. For every serpent, we cut off their heads in the name of Jesus Christ. We uncoil their constrictions in the name of Jesus, and we send those constrictions back upon themselves in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for Thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion. Idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, all deities that actually are not, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and its 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, 
voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, and the works of the associated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it all and we put it into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name for the judgment of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our life. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, as well as their mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive, with the spirit of God to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. And we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Thank you, Lord. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, we will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We disconnect from ourselves every demon, every entity that has uh, followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind you in the name of Jesus, and we command you to leave us now in Jesus' holy name. We circumcise every thought that continually Uh, torments us in Jesus' name, and we sever it from ourselves with the sword of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem for all who are in authority, kings, and all true Christians, especially those who are being persecuted or were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our vehicles and our mode of transportation in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us out of accidents, collisions, calamities, wrecks, tragedies, and all such in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over delays, and we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We thank you, Lord, for timely access to transportation and timely access to to our destination and back. In the name of Jesus, we cover our entire destination with the blood of Jesus. We thank you that you've given us angels, Father, to go ahead of us for our protection. We bind up poor driving habits. We bind up bad road conditions. We bind up animals, demons, objects, and other uh, hindrances to us arriving safely to our destination in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind snowstorms. We bind inclement weather in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, and we take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for the wall of protection around us, and we thank you for the word of God in our lives in Jesus' name. We pull out, Lord, all fiery darts, pins, needles, spear, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, anything being sent to us. Pull it out now and throw it back in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and silver from ourselves, all ungodly soul ties, trolls, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. Father, we also sever from ourselves all ungodly associations. Father, let us not just look in the natural, but let us depend on the promptings of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. We break down and tear up and destroy walls of protection around every shaman, globalist, nanotechnology, Satanist, wizard, warlock, witch, sorcerer, divinator, liar in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every love spell, hex, curse, vex, fetish, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, bewitchments, death, potions, sorcery, magic, spells, charms, fetishes, destruction, torment, pain, all psychic powers and psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, all incantations, ungodly blessings, root works, hoodoo, and everything else the enemy would send, including tribal rituals and sin. We break away from ourselves spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery in Jesus' name. We destroy your influence in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We bind all spirit guides in Jesus' holy name. We bind spirits of bondage in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to grow in grace, and we give you praise in the name of Jesus, and everybody said amen and amen. Well, thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 
All right, we talked about that. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 106. Psalm 106. And our verses for meditation come from 1 Corinthians, the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. Our featured ebook is The Spirit of Lust. Flesh and demons work together. Get right in the middle of it. Flesh and demons work together, and witches get right in the middle of it. Now, saints, if you start seeing some of these creatures around your house, especially when you go back and read all of the judgments that God sent against Pharaoh and Egypt back then, and you see some of those uh, creatures around your house, you bind them up real quick in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? You bind them up in the name of Jesus. You bind them up. I came home from something or other, probably the grocery store, and I saw this frog around my front door. So it, whether I can't remember whether I bound it or I cursed it to death in Jesus' name. And I went to turn around to do something, and I came back, and it was gone. You see, that was a familiar. That was a familiar. Somebody sent that spirit to me. Somebody sent that spirit to me. Well, it didn't survive me. Amen. And I could tell because I got another attack a few days after that. I said, there it is. So I sent the attack back. Amen. Don't just walk by stuff casually. Allow the Holy Spirit to open your eyes and ears, to hear and to see. Be attentive. Amen. Well, I didn't throw that frog over the fence. I beat him up, and I threw him someplace else. Oh, I found another one. That's what it was. I found another one. He was um, he was on the, the garbage can. And so he got dumped someplace else. So they send these things against us to do us harm. And you should send them right back because your Heavenly Father didn't order that for you. That's not his will for you. Amen? So get rid of those things. They're not there to bless you. They're there to curse you. And God has not ordered any cursing for you. Praise the Lord. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Amen? Well, I don't exactly hate them. I used to cut them up when I was in lab uh, many years ago. We used to experiment on them. Well, we won't get into all of that. But anyway, they served their purpose back then. Amen. All right, Brother Bill, let's, let's get back in the spirit now. Amen. Let's get back in the spirit. So the spirit of lust, those of you that have not read that book, it would do well uh, to do that. To read this book, amen, it has a lot of important information. Our guest call-in number remains, area code 319-527-6235, and press 1. Yes, I remember those fetal pigs. Thank goodness those days are over. Amen. So, we're going to talk tonight about 
this subject, the Lord has a nice subject. Amen. Commanding the enemy to flee. Commanding the enemy to flee. Praise the Lord. In Luke chapter 4, verse 32. Luke chapter 4, chapter 4, verse 32. We're going to be there in just a moment. The Bible says, and they were astonished at his doctrine, at his teaching, speaking of Jesus, for his word was with power. His word was with power. Amen. His word was with power. So, as Jesus began to minister to the needs of the people, he was full. He was so full of the Holy Spirit. And his words were so full of power that the people were stunned and amazed. They were stunned and amazed. You know, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. And so evidently what they'd been hearing from the scribes, from the Pharisees and the Sadducees was dead letter. You know, like wrote the same old stuff over and over again. And it just wasn't doing it for them. It just wasn't helping the situation. Evil spirits, the demons, recognized who Jesus was, and they were afraid. They recognized who Jesus was, and they were afraid. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 31. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 31. Came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath day, speaking of Jesus. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil. A spirit of an unclean devil. And cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power, He commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, 
We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirit of an unclean devil in anyone who is in Miracle Outreach Ministries right now. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We command it to come up and out right now, the fire of God to destroy you and to burn you out. In Jesus' name, we bind every spirit of an unclean devil bound, chained with eternal chains into darkness, in the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Cut out of God's people. Cut out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. You have no right to be there. Come out. Take a deep breath. Call from your gut. Take a deep breath. Call from your gut. We command you to become microscopic and come out of their throats now. You cannot block in their throats in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough in the name of Jesus Christ. We forbid you to ever return any reinforcing devils. We bind you as well in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you as well in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for releasing your warring angels to war against these spirits that have been tormenting your people in Jesus' name. We forbid them from ever returning in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits of oppression in the name of Jesus. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. We break your grip and hold. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We uproot you in Jesus' holy name. Come out of God's people, every spirit of oppression. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Every spirit of oppression, come out of the mind, come out of the mind, come out of the soul, come out of the emotions, come out of the will, come out of the imagination. You're bound in Jesus' name. You're bound in Jesus' name. You're chained with eternal chains under darkness. You're going into the cage in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your angels escorting these demons to the feet of Jesus to be judged before their time. We thank you and we give you praise. We thank you and we give you praise. All the oppression in the atmosphere. We break your grip and hold. We bind you in the name of Jesus. All the computer demons, computer demons that have lodged in our minds, they come between the eye gate, they come through the ear gate. We bind every spirit that entered through the eye gate or through the ear gate. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are bound. We break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. We command you to come out of the saints right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of the saints. Every spirit that's entered through the eye gate or through the ear gate, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. We command you to be bound to go to the feet of Jesus so that you can be judged right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. We thank you for releasing your warring angels. We thank you, Lord, for releasing your spirit of deliverance in Jesus' name. Shackles, shackles, shackles. We command you to break. 
We command you to break every shackle. We break the bondage in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So release your prayer language, saints. Every unclean devil you must leave. You must leave now. The fire of God to completely consume you now in Jesus' name. The evil spirits, the demons, recognized who Jesus was and were afraid of him. Do your demons recognize Jesus in you? Do your demons recognize Jesus in you? You see, saints, the demons will try to try you to test you. Mhm. To test if you really believe what you say when you bind them. The demons will try you to test you to see if you really believe what you say when you bind them. It's not just a catchphrase. I bind you in the name of Jesus is not a catchphrase. There's power in the name of Jesus, supernatural power in the name of Jesus. Unfortunately, some of us act this way, as if I bind you in the name of Jesus is just the official catchphrase for the demons. But no, God's power is released. Some of us do not mix faith with our words. Some of us do not mix faith with our words. Amen? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. There's somebody needs to go to the bathroom and throw up. Go right ahead. We'll be here when you get back. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Not being mixed with faith and them that heard it. Well, the fact that you don't mix faith with your proclamation in Christ affects the outcome. You can't just say, oh, the demons just ignore me. No, 
there's something you're not doing right. Amen? Because they do hear you. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. You can't just throw it out there like it's the overall catchphrase for anything that you don't like. No, that's not right. That's not proper execution. You see, he says here that without faith, without faith being mixed to please him, because he tells us in the word that without him we can do nothing. For he that cometh to God must believe, must. It's not optional, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You've got to believe that God's going to come through for you. You've got to believe that every time you open your mouth and you bind the demon in Jesus' name, that God's going to do just what he says he's going to do in Matthew, Matthew 18. You've got to believe the word. You've got to trust the word. You've got to mix faith with it. Amen? Amen. James chapter 2, verse 18. James chapter 2. Verse 18, yea, a man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. In other words, when I release these words of God, I know that his power is accompanying those words. And that they will accomplish what he desires where he sends it. His word does not return to him void, he says. Amen? God promises that his word does not return to him void. Amen? It doesn't go somewhere and not do anything like some people do. In Isaiah fifty-five eleven, he says to us, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, having done nothing fruitless and with no power. It doesn't happen. But it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. You've got to believe that what God says is what he's doing. Amen? Pastor Pat used to say, it doesn't matter whether you speak with a loud voice or a soft voice. No, but you've got to have faith in your voice. You've got to have faith. You've got to believe. You've got to trust God. You've got to know that God cannot lie. You can't be wondering. You have to know that you know that you know. God says he will send his word out, and it will always produce fruit. It will always accomplish what he wants it to, and it will prosper everywhere he sends it. 
And that's the way it is. God's not a joke. He's for real. Amen? Amen. We got to know that. Can't be an on-again, off-again kind of thing. We've got to be actually quite sincere about it. Quite sincere about it. For some of us, it's still this. For some of us, unfortunately, it's still this way. From Acts 19.15, Acts chapter 19, verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? You bind the devil and you have so much doubt, fear, and unbelief that nothing much happens. You see, your father says that when you do it on earth, he would do it in heaven. But you can't come to him with unbelief. You've got to have faith. Amen. So the evil spirit said to these men, Jesus, I know. I know who he is. Mm -hmm. Paul, I know. I know who he is. But who are you? So I ask you this again. Do your own demons recognize Jesus in you? I'm going to let you answer that. Jesus Christ was not intimidated by the presence of demons. He didn't hesitate. He spoke directly to the unclean spirit. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 35. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 35. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him. See, he had to go somewhere and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. You see, there are some of you that have spirits from the past still lodged in you. They've been bound because we bind them three times a week, and you probably do sometimes too. However, you need some more knowledge, and so our featured ebook is The Spirit of Lust. Flesh and demons work together. You need some more understanding. Amen? You need some more understanding. Praise the Lord. Now that you know, you know what to do about it. You know what to do about it. Praise God. Evil spirits were subject to his word. They had 
to obey him. You must forbid the devils from going on with their evil work. Jesus wasn't just saying to the demons, now you know you shouldn't be tormenting that poor man. Why won't you just leave him alone? No. Jesus took authority by faith and commanded him to go. He was forbidding the demon from controlling the man. He was forbidding the demon from controlling the man. He was commanding him to let go of the man and to leave him. People saw that the evil spirits obeyed Jesus. They were amazed. Well, saints, they're supposed to obey you too. That's right. They're supposed to obey you too. You know, I was recently uh, talking to one of the saints, and the saint informed me that they wanted to bind all the demons in their school. And I politely informed that person who's very young in the faith that they needed to start at the beginning. They needed to bind all their own demons first. They needed the mastery over their own set first. Amen? Some of us start to learn about demons and spiritual warfare, and we're very... Uh, enthusiastic and very zealous. Well, that's good, but not without wisdom. You need to get authority over what's going on in you first. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus operated in the same power and authority when he rebuked and brought under his control the winds and the sea. It was the same power when he was casting out a demon, when he was commanding nature to come subject to him. Same power. Amen. Amen, and it's so. So you see, there was another occasion There was another occasion, and there were several occasions throughout the Bible. On this occasion, Jesus and his disciples were out on the Sea of Galilee, and they got caught up in a storm. The winds were howling. Water was pounding against the boat, and the boat was filling up with water fast, and the disciples thought that they were going to drown. Amen? The disciples thought that they were going to drown. And so what happened was, let me back up just a second. Okay, I missed one. That's what happened. And they thought they were going to die. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. 
Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying to one another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Amen? He commands them. It's not a maybe. It's not a hello, how do you do? I'm the son of God. Don't you think you ought to do this? No. He commanded them. In Luke 4.39, we see another instance. It was Simon Peter's mother-in-law for a house house visit. I think they had house church that night. And she wasn't doing so well. She had a fever. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever. And it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. The Bible says that she she had a great fever. It wasn't like, you know, one of these passing things. It was one of these debilitating fevers. Amen? And he commanded that fever to leave her, and it left her. He commanded it to go, and it obeyed. Commanded it to go, and it obeyed. The Holy Spirit's reminding me of this time when I was still working in the public sector. And I was at work behind the counter, and I think it was a customer, but I knew this customer for some reason. And the baby was crying, and it had a fever. She said, the baby's got a fever. And so I took the baby in my arms and walked around and began to pray for the child. And I commanded that fever and that illness to come out of that child in Jesus' name. So we walked around for a few minutes. The child calmed down. The body temperature went down. And I handed the child back to the mother, who was shocked because she was ready to take the baby to the emergency room. But I forbid the devil to torment that child any longer. Now, What would you rather do, rebuke the fever or spend the night in the emergency room? That's right. You want to command it to leave or you want to spend the night in the emergency room? Praise the Lord. We get to choose, don't we? Yes, we do. We get to choose. Think about it. Jesus was different from any man the people had ever seen. They had heard about him and had been exposed to the prophets of God, but Jesus was a bit different from what they were accustomed to. When he taught, he taught with a kind of authority they were not accustomed to. When he spoke, power moved and you could feel the authority. He wasn't just rattling off the top of his head. He knew what he was saying, and the blind came to see, the lame 
could walk, and the deaf were healed. He spoke, and the evil spirits obeyed him. So, time for you to think. Can you see yourself walking up to someone who is blind and without a long, drawn-out prayer, just speak a few words in the name of Jesus and say, see, and their eyes open and they can see. Can you see yourself walking down the street or being in the grocery store or in the post office and stopping a person in a wheelchair and commanding them in the name of Jesus to get up out of their wheelchair and walk? Can you see yourself in a supermarket or out shopping and you hear an evil spirit call out your name and say, I know who you are. You're one of God's anointed saints. Leave me alone. I know you're here to bind us and cast us out. I've already had that experience. Then, can you see yourself speaking directly to the evil spirits, speaking the word of God, and commanding them to leave that person and not to come back? Well, if you can't, then you need to spend more time with the Lord. No, you may not be at that place right now, but you're on your way. Yes, it'll take more than five minutes, five days, and maybe even five years. Who knows? But you should be able to see yourself doing that before you leave this planet. So some people, it's the work of somebody like me who has a healing or deliverance ministry. That's what they're expecting to happen, you know. For for years, the church would sit there and they wouldn't win people to Jesus because they figured the pastor was supposed to win everybody to Jesus. They weren't supposed to do anything, just sit there and amen the pastor. Well, that's not the way this works. They would say the reason, this is their alibi, the reason they wouldn't pray for somebody with a headache is because they don't have the calling to pray for somebody with a headache, not even their own. Well, I got news for you. Oh, yes, you do. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, Beginning with verse 17, Mark chapter 16, beginning with verse 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe. There it is, the qualifier, them that believe. Okay, so what happens when you believe? In my name, they shall cast out devils, all right? So if you don't believe, you won't be casting out any devils. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Okay, so if you're supposed to be a believer and you don't believe, you won't be speaking with new tongues. 
In my name they shall take up serpents, and if they D-R-I-N-K, drink, it does not say inject, it does not say eat, it says drink, any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Well, see, that's only for the believers. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's only for them that believe. If you don't believe, you're not going to be doing any of this. And if you don't stay in faith, you're not going to do any of this. And that's just the way that it is. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, God intends for you to be so full of the power of God and the grace of the Holy Spirit that even the demons will recognize you and will know that you mean business. Amen. The Father wants you to speak the word with power and the word of healing and deliverance as Jesus did. But some of you have hindrances in your life, and the hindrance is you. You see, you're not going to walk in this kind of power if you spend your life walking in the flesh all the time. It's just not going to fly. Your flesh is finally going to have to get crucified. You can't be walking around being suspicious and falsely accusing people and living in a state of confusion and being schizophrenic. You're going to have to deal with the the challenges in your own life. Amen? You're going to have to deal with you. Because we talked about this not too long ago. Jesus walked in total obedience. He knew the power was going to flow. He stayed in perfect obedience. He walked in obedience. Oh, well, let's keep going. Two of the things that are holding God's people back from moving into this new dimension of power are fear and unbelief. Fear and unbelief. Fear and unbelief. We've talked about them a lot. We believe that Jesus had this power and authority, but somehow the realization that God has planned for us, the saints of God, to operate in this same power hasn't penetrated deep down into our spirits, where we know that we know that we know we can do the same works Jesus did. You know, Jesus said we would do greater works. Well, he wasn't lying. But you've got to change. There's got to be a lot of change going on before you get there. A lot of change. Amen. It's not impossible, but you're going to have to change. I guarantee you for that. Most Christians are afraid to talk about Satan. And they certainly 
don't want to speak about evil spirits and command them to leave. Now, many of you come up to listen to us three times a week. As much as you hear the commanding power of God going forth against the demons, you still don't want to deal with the ones in you. Perhaps you would want to reconsider that. Amazed at Jesus' power and authority to command the evil spirits to shut it down, to stop. No, you cannot do that. You can't go any further with tormenting here. When he commanded the evil spirits to leave the man and to go into the herd of swine, the multitude of people were so afraid they forced him to leave. So let's go there. Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 26. Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 26. And they arrived at the country of the Gadarenes, which is over against Galilee. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils long time, and wear no clothes, neither abode in any house but in the tomb. Mm. So this man had, these devils hadn't been with him a few hours or a few days. They'd been there for years. He ran around naked. He lived in the tomb, not where normal people live, out there in the cemetery. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. Hmm. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters, and he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. So this is how this man lived. Everybody was afraid of him. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. And there was a herd of swine feeding on the mountain. And they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them, and he suffered them. Amen. Then went the devils out of the man. Amen. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine. So don't be shocked when your cat, your dog, has a demon. They go into animals too. That's right. They do. See, they left the man and went into the animal. 
and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked. When they that fed them saw what was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They also, which saw it, told them by what means he that was possessed of the devils was healed. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes round about besought him to depart from them. They were so scared they asked Jesus to leave. For they were taken with great fear. And he went up into the ship and returned back again. They were so intimidated and so scared after this great miracle had taken place that they wanted Jesus to leave. They couldn't take any more excitement. Not to mention the pigs that they were making all this money off of uh, weren't there for them to use anymore. They were rolling down the down the lake. Amen. Oh, you see, there is a tremendous response when the power of God is at work. Amen. When the power of God is at work, there is. a tremendous response usually. They were amazed that a man had such power he could control the winds and the sea by speaking a word. They were shocked that he could say a few words and that man was completely delivered. Jesus didn't consider this ability to take control over sickness, over evil spirits, and over nature as an unusual occurrence that happened on special occasions. He considered it to be a normal outflowing of the Holy Spirit from his life. Amen. He expected it to be a normal outflowing of the Spirit in the lives of his disciples. When they were not able to rebuke and cast out an unclean spirit that had been tormenting a child, as it was in Mark chapter 9, verse 19, Jesus said something important. Mark chapter 9, verse 19. Generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him unto me. You see, you have to have the faith to do that. And it takes a good long while to grow and to develop in the word and in the spirit of God. It's not a five-minute thing. But you see, the Lord is expect to grow. That's right. He's expecting us to grow. He's expecting us to take the Christian walk one 
step at a time as he presents it to us. And he expects us to grow, to be able to do the things that he sent us into the world to do. Amen. And that's the truth. He expects you to arrive at the point where you deal with your own headache and it leaves. All right, y'all want to be quiet on me. That's okay. Pastor loves you. Amen. When the boy was coming to Jesus, the evil spirit that had been tormenting him got angry. Well, that's the norm for a demon. And the evil spirit recognized Jesus and didn't want to be cast out. So he threw the boy into a convulsion. That's what happened in the next verse. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. Well, Jesus cast the spirit out, you see. How would you react if you were faced with this type of situation? What would you do? Most people's natural reaction would probably be to first call the doctor or the paramedics and get the boy to the hospital. Some Christians would go so far as to pray and ask God to heal the boy, but very few would recognize and spiritually discern that this was the work of Satan. Many people would be so overwhelmed by the outward symptoms of the boy thrashing around on the ground and foaming at the mouth, they would be too afraid or feel too helpless to do anything about it. And in today's world, they probably would be somewhat intimidated by the reaction of people that were surrounding them. Amen? And that's the way it is. Jesus was spiritually prepared. He knew what was happening. He recognized the work of the enemy. He knew the power and authority that he'd been given. He spoke directly to the unclean spirit. He rebuked him, saying, you deaf and dumb spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. After the crowd had dispersed, the disciples came to Jesus and asked him why they couldn't rebuke the unclean spirit and cast it out. And he told them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. And there's some spirits you have that aren't going to come forth but by prayer and fasting. Ah, that's right. That is correct. There's some things you've asked the Lord to deliver you of, but it's going to require some growth, some faith, some prayer, some fasting in your own life. 
in your own life. Amen. And some of us don't want to do that much work. Well, I've got news for you. This is the kingdom of God. The Lord. Amen. It takes spiritual energy generated by the Holy Spirit to subdue the power of the enemy. Jesus did not mean that every time someone came to them needing deliverance that they would have to wait until the disciples went into a time of prayer and fasting. Jesus never told anyone who needed deliverance, well, I'm not ready today. I need to fast and pray until I'm strong enough. You'll have to come back later. Jesus was always spiritually prepared and took immediate action against Satan. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to give you a word of caution here, saints, because this has happened in this ministry since I've been the pastor. There was this woman, a saint of God, who thought she was ready to take on this kind of action. And in a certain circumstance, she went out and she was she was going to try to deliver this person. She hadn't been trained. She didn't know what she needed to know. She didn't have the level of faith she needed to have. And so, after she was unsuccessful, for weeks, the demons pounded her. In fact, it was her husband who contacted us and asked us to pray for her because he was afraid that she just was not going to make it. So I'm saying that to you to say this. Wait till Jesus has prepared you for that. Know that he wants you to grow to that place, but wait until he's prepared you for that. Don't go jumping out there in your zeal, in your zealousness to do something for the kingdom. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's not wisdom and it's not right. You see, you're supposed to be led by the Holy Spirit not by your overzealous flesh. Some of you have had experiences, and you know what I mean. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So, woo. well, maybe we'll make it, Lord. So, What then did Jesus mean? Jesus knew that the disciples needed spiritual energy to command the evil spirits to leave and that they would receive this spiritual energy through prayer and fasting. He wanted them to be spiritually prepared at all times to face the power of the enemy by making fasting and prayer an integral Part of their lives. That's right. 
By what power and authority did Jesus subdue Satan and his power? Because Jesus had stripped himself of his divine attributes and had come to earth in the form of of human flesh. How was it possible for him to take authority over and command the evil spirits to leave? In the form of human flesh, he didn't possess the ability to defeat Satan, just as you and I in the form of human flesh cannot defeat Satan. So how did he do it? What would you think of a father who would send his only son out into the heat of a battle without the necessary weapons to be victorious? God didn't have a plan for Jesus to come to this earth to destroy the works of Satan, to face the agony and death of the cross in his divine ability. He did not expect him to face these battles in the limitations of weak human flesh either. Our Father sent Jesus out into the battle to defeat Satan fully equipped and fully prepared to win the battle in the form of human flesh so that you can know that it is possible for you to do the same. God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. As he was baptized in the Jordan River, the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the form of a dove. Jesus became saturated in the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where he was further paired. And he left the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. So when people, when Jesus started his ministry, the people were amazed. They were shocked. They'd never seen anything like this. Amen? they never seen anybody do anything like this. They didn't know anything about being filled with the Spirit, that being Spirit would just completely use their lives. They had no idea. And most of you, before you got here, you didn't know it could happen for you either. But it can. It'll, it'll take time. It'll take faith. It'll take courage. It'll take everything you have to bring to it. You're not a lesser than saint. You're a child of God. And Jesus is our example. Amen? Amen. So I want you to think about the things we've talked about tonight. We've talked about quite a bit, and I won't, I won't draw it out any further. We'll come back to that later. But God has not intended for you to just sit here and say, okay, now, Lord, I don't say bad words anymore. Thank you. Now, Lord, I can believe you to see the finances straighten up. 
Now, Lord, I can believe you to straighten out this problem. Well, now, as you grow, God is going to bring those who are willing to this kind of place in their faith. So you think about it. You have to go. You have to go and spend time with the Lord. This doesn't come overnight. There's a price to pay for this. It's not free. Amen. There's a price to pay. Amen. Amen. So you think about it as we're on this span. You talk to the Lord. What are you going to do when your child has the fever and there's no hospital around? What are you going to do? What are you going to do when something has happened to you and there's no body there necessarily physically to help you? What are you going to do? So you've got a terrible headache. So what are you going to do about it? Amen. you got to start somewhere. And the place you start is with you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The place you start is with you. Amen. Amen. The place you start is with you. Brother Bill, we have some testimonies, some praise reports tonight. We have a bunch of them, Pastor. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's go go for it. Let's start with Amori. She has a praise report. Today I volunteered to feed the homeless and had a great time. I even got a chance to pray and witness to those that the Lord led me to. Praise you, Lord, for that praise report. DVD has a praise report. I experienced another hard patch of sadness and mourning today due to the recent loss of my husband, Ed. It was different type of sorrow, and I heard the Holy Spirit tell me with urgency to pray with my son. We both prayed, and I cried out to him like never before. My son felt the presence of the Lord, too, and I could hear him saying, Thank you, Jesus, as he leaned into me and rubbed my back. God heard my cry, and once I was done, the atmosphere in the home completely changed. I had so much peace and joy and praise and thanked the Lord for the remainder of the day. Praise you, Lord, for continuous peace, strength, and comfort. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yes, they put their eyes on you, and look what happened. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. M. Trim has a praise report. I was awakened out of a sleep with excruciating pain on the top of my right ankle. I bound the attack and pled the blood of Jesus, and it didn't stop hurting. Then I got out of bed, tried walking to eliminate the pain, plead the blood of Jesus, and it continued to hurt. Therefore, I anointed my foot and ankle with oil. I prayed in my prayer language, pled the blood of Jesus, and the pain left. 
praise the Lord for deliverance and protection. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Lord, for this wonderful example that the saints can follow. We have another praise report from them, Trim. I called in several weeks ago for prayer concerning my nephew and my finances. The Lord spoke through Pastor Sabrina saying, I still had something in my home that needs to be removed. She prayed for the Lord to open my blinded eyes to see what that which was hidden. Praise the Lord, I found the items that my ex-husband left behind with evil intentions to cause me hardship in every aspect of my life. He fell because the word says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. Hallelujah. The Lord is my helper, and yes, he will fight for you. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you for that, Lord. NK has a praise report. This isn't the type of breakthrough report I normally share outside of the family and pastor, but I felt it might benefit our group. I was rebellious, manipulative, hateful, condescending, menacing, confrontational, and more towards most authority figures throughout my life. I was suspicious, judgmental, deceitful, harassing, and accusing, while at other times I sincerely wanted to do a good job and earn approval from teachers and others over me. Like many of us, I've been delivered in criminal incrementally from double-mindedness, fragmentation, and my own understanding in the process, I get the glimpse of the contrary conflicted nature. When I first experienced Jesus 17 years ago, I hunted practically everywhere for elders to disciple me, help me to discern, and teach me the true Christian, Christian way. I couldn't find it and picked up more demons, delusion, and bad doctrine. Finally, we we heard Miracle Internet Church. The first time Pastor Sabrina and Brother Bill called me to correct me, I was truly thrilled and grateful because they were doing things right. Because they had the Holy Spirit and were submitted to God, their correction was life-giving. It was refreshing living water. There was nothing to complain against. Pastor's correction in Jesus' love and action under her authority for three years I'm learning to be a disciple of Christ, meaning that daily I can witness things within me that hate and actively resist Jesus, Father God, and the Holy Spirit, Pastor Sabrina, my husband, and authority in general. I have struggled to deal recently concerning my standing with Pastor Sabrina. It's mostly mental warfare throughout the day from feeling misunderstood, rejected unfairly, criticized, singled out, overlooked, punished, etc., to actually having some dreams where Satan tried to convince me the pastor cannot accept me. I'm pleased to report on Tuesday morning, Revelation came like a fresh gentle rain. I've been imposing the lifelong struggle I had with my parents unto how I view pastor. Demons have been preying on me 
where I had weakness from my earthly dad in regards to trusting and obeying authority. It was so obvious, and I totally missed it. Praise Jesus for exposing those areas where we lie to ourselves. Some hours after the breakthrough I heard from Pastor, she thanked me for a few things normally do without much effort or thought. She basically thanked me for being who God made me. That's amazing. That's not something my earthly parents were capable of. Pastor is authentic, not like other other authorities we've known. She actually answers to God. God put her in the position and graciously brought us to her table. I thank you and praise him for joining us all for joining us all together in this season where we had the opportunity to worship him by obeying her as she obeys him in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Genus has a praise report. I praise you, Holy Father. I'm grateful that I am learning how to walk the Christian path, to always be in the right place at the right time to help others in need. Thank you. I have MIC, a Christian support system, a mother and a family who loves me. Amen. Amen. And Wright says, my girls and I had the opportunity to feed the homeless yesterday. They enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We spoke about doing it. We just never did it. It was great to see the smile on the faces while serving the community. We were able to praise, sing, and worship as well. I'm also thankful that the Lord covered and protected us because we saw demons manifesting, and then we knew it was time to pray. Praise the Lord Jesus. And Dina has a praise report. I put in a prayer September 24th for two wounds on my back, and the Lord healed it approximately a month later. While at my sink, I felt like something bit me, but it was actually a burn, and the Lord had me use burn cream instead of irritating antibiotic cream I was using. I couldn't see, so it had to... So I had to have a family member take a picture of the two wounds, and indeed it was burns. Well, thank you, Jesus, for speedy recovery. And she goes on to say, I put in a prayer request for Pastor G and Mrs. G starting last year and part of this year. It was for them that they would get a free or low-cost ramp for their home. I found people who built them online will praise the Lord they got it free a month later. Earlier this year, I inquired about the ramp and their son. My brother-in-law said the man never came back, so I called and gave the ramp built leader my brother-in-law's number again. That time they made contact, and despite them saying there's a waiting list, he still did it in a timely fashion. I said this all to say, don't give up. If you're expecting a call that never comes, then pick up the phone and call back. I'm sure the ramp probably would have been built sooner if I'd have followed up call and made it earlier. Thank you, Jesus, for your answer prayer. Praise you, Lord. Shakira has some praise reports. Everything Jesus did for me this month, I'd completely forgotten about these. 
God is faithful. Praise you, Lord. Number one, I received a new job, and my friend is allocated to the exact department, so I won't be long. Number two, I received a new place to live. Number three, I received 2,700 pounds or euros, whatever that is, grant to furnish and decorate the flat. Number four, a friend who was a non-believer was having bowel problems for a couple of days. He asked me to pray as a joke. I prayed and she was able to relieve herself. Praise you, Lord. I gave my last eight pounds as an offering, and I was supposed to start paying rent from the 14th and didn't have any funds. I visited the property, but there was an electric problem, so I could only pay starting on the 28th. My travel was also paid for. And number six, a friend was having a bit of financial issues, and I had I only had 20 left, so I deposited into her account and didn't mention it. The next day, she received additional money, and she started to send me the money, which I really needed. And number seven, in the first time in two years, I was able to get on the bus and tube, and I had no fear of public transport. Number eight, I went to see my granddad for the first time in six years. A lot of truths were revealed to me. I wasn't the biggest fan of his GF due to the things he implied, but I found out it was not true and was extremely hospitable to me. I told about MIC and left and asked my mom for the link to the ministry. Praise you, Lord. Number nine, I was reunited with my aunt and only got a glimpse of before and then decided to go to granddad's phone and took the numbers from my uncle and my grand-uncle and extremely happy that he mentioned me and asking for a number. Praise you, Lord. And number 10, I decided to sign off from work due to the manager taking away my choice to attend a meeting. I used to be afraid and felt anxious to the point I would feel sickening with her and have chest pains. I tried to make it a point to view clear to her that she would ignore me. A lot of the team were intimidated by her. I decided to inform her to inform her of my absence and she tried to intimidate me and put a guilt trip on me into going, but I stood my ground and overcame my fear. Well, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Wright has a praise report. I was in a meeting with two bosses about a few of my students, and I was grateful to hear one say she was led to anoint the doorways of her students' room. While on the floor, she saw a student had a dream catcher. She requested that after they come back from the holiday break, We have that student remove the dream catcher. God is so good. Praise you, Lord. M. Alms has a praise report. About a week ago, we had our first real snow to come for the winter. And under that snow was ice. And I thank God for keeping me safe. Almost three car accidents. The last time I was turning the corner and the car just totally slid was a slight hill to the right, and the car slipped to the left, going straight towards a 2020 SUV, straight to it. 
about two inches from the truck, the car stopped as if an angel totally stopped the car, and all I could do and say was, thank you, Jesus. It was totally an act of God, and I give him all the praise. I'm giving God thanks and praise for helping me through my living situation. The longest I had to stay a fear of God is so moving vilely on my behalf. Every time a door closed, God opens another one immediately. I have to remind myself every day not to fear, to stay out of fear, because when one thing happened, another would come along right behind it and counter it. That one and the fear wants to rise up, but I would stand firm and take a deep breath and then give God thanks and continue that day because I knew God would make a way, and he does. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for these wonderful, awesome praise reports. Just praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What wonderful praise reports. Amen. I agree. What wonderful praise report. Amen. And there's some more wonderful praise reports that we haven't heard yet. And I'm waiting to hear them too. They're an encouragement to everyone. An encouragement to every single person. Amen. Amen. You see, saints, when you share what God does for you, Other people gain strength. They get determination. They get courage. They sure do. They get boldness. They say, if God could do that for this one, he can do it for me too. So if you're sitting back on your testimony and you're not sharing it, It's like somebody's hungry and you're refusing to feed them. Now, how is that the love of God? Amen? Somebody's hungry. You've got what they need, but you're you're not going to give it to them. That's not the love of God. Come on. So share your testimony. It will encourage, embolden, and help somebody over that last little hump they need to get to their miracle. Amen? Amen. So let's share. God bless you, everybody that put their thank yous in the, in the chat room, everybody that shared their testimony, and everybody that's now convicted, and they're going to share their testimony. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight we have quite a bit to pray about, so I need you to hang in there with me. I got a lot to get through. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a universal flu vaccine that protects against all strains of the virus could be available in the next two years, according to a leading scientist. An experimental vaccine based on the same mRNA technology used in the highly successful COVID jabs was found to protect mice and ferrets against severe influenza. 
paving the way for clinical trials in humans. Are you a mouse or a ferret? I'm not. Professor John Oxford, a neurologist at Queen Mary University in London, who was not involved in the work, said the vaccine developed at the University of Pennsylvania could be ready for use the winter after next. I cannot emphasize enough what a breakthrough this paper is, Oxford told the BBC's Radio 4 Today program. The potential is huge, and I think sometimes we underestimate these big respiratory viruses. Researchers have been working on universal flu vaccines for more than a decade, but the latest breakthrough is seen as a major step towards a jab protect humans from potentially devastating flu pandemic. Wow. Another pandemic? Seasonal influenza vaccines offer little protection against pandemic influenza virus strains. It is difficult to create effective pre-pandemic vaccines because it is uncertain which influenza virus subtype will cause the next pandemic. In this work, we developed a nucleoside-modified messenger RNA, mRNA, lipid nanoparticle vaccine encoded hemagglutinin antigens from all 20 known influenza A virus subtypes and influenza B virus lineages. This multivalent vaccine elicited high levels of cross-reactive and subtype-specific antibodies in mice and ferrets that reacted to all 20 encoded antigens. Vaccination-protected mice and ferrets challenged with matched and mismatched viral strains, and this protection was at least partially dependent on antibodies. Studies indicate that mRNA vaccines can provide protection against antigenically variable viruses by simultaneously inducing antibodies against multiple antigens. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning that and concerning this. Vancity has become the first Canadian financial institution to offer a credit card that calculates a user's carbon footprint. It is partnering with climate-focused German fintech, Ecolitik, to offer the carbon calculator. Starting next year, Vancity Visa cardholders will be able to track their estimated carbon emissions from their credit card purchases. My, we're advanced. The move is an effort by the credit union to honor its commitment to climate action. MasterCard last year announced a carbon calculator tool that banks could roll out to customers, but according to a report from City News Everywhere last month, did not immediately respond to clarify whether any Canadian banks currently offer its calculator too. The MasterCard option was rolled out in collaboration with 
Dokonomi, a Swedish fintech company that in 2019 launched a credit card with a carbon footprint limit. The carbon counter will allow Van City cardholders to compare their monthly carbon footprint to the national average. It will also provide advice on how to reduce the carbon footprint. We know many Van City members are looking for ways to reduce the impact they have on the environment, particularly when it comes to the emissions that cause climate change, said Jonathan Fowley, Van City's chief external relations officer. As a member-owned financial cooperative, we believe it is our job to do everything we can to help, especially when it comes to the decisions people make with their money. This tool will equip Van City Visa credit card holders with valuable information on their purchases and enable them to connect their daily spending decisions to the change they want to see in the world. The carbon counter was developed in collaboration with Ecolytic, a climate engagement tech company based in Europe, whose co-founder Earl Rich Pystick said, we are banking, breaking new ground here. We developed a white label solution to offer financial institutions all over the world an agile and effective way to offer their customers tools to forage a better tomorrow. With the launch of Carbon Counter, Van City is solidifying its role as a leading sustainability innovator, both in Canada and in the global banking world. Visa claims it conducted research that found that 70% of Canadians said sustainability is important to them, and more than 50% want to monitor their carbon footprint. We are proud to support the launch of Van City's CO2 calculator, a first on a Visa card in Canada. This is a great example of how we can empower consumers to understand their environmental impact and honor Visa's commitment to a sustainable future said Visa's Canada's manager and president, Stacey Madge. <sighs> Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. All of those rumors and allegations over the past couple of years tying the Biden family to communist China, all of the claims. Air better. During this year's presidential election that Joe Biden simply cannot be president because he is wholly compromised and owned by Canada. The immediate pre-election revelations regarding Hunter Biden's dad and able financial deals made with communist Chinese business entities. Yeah, those were all exactly true. And a new Senate report from the Homeland Security and Finance Committees lays out all the details. In short, what it all means is that there is no way America can allow Joe Biden to ascend to the White House, because if he does, China will make so many military, technological, and economic advances on our country that it will be overtaken, and there won't be any catching up 
or going back. According to segments of the report posted on Twitter, Hunter Biden and business partner Devon Archer found willing partners in Chinese national connected to the communist regime. Their work began at least in 2009 with the creation of Rosemount Seneca Partners with Chris Hines, Secretary of State John Kerry's stepson. Then several years later, Biden and Archer formed BHR with Bohai Capital and received their business license approval in China shortly after Biden visited China with his father, Vice President Biden. Note the date, 2009. When did Barack Obama and Joe Biden get into office? 2009. The records acquired by the committee show consistent, significant, and extensive financial connections among and between Hunter Biden, Uncle James Biden, James's wife Sarah Biden, Devon Archer, and Chinese nationals connected to the communist regime and the People's Liberation Army, as well as other foreign nationals with questionable backgrounds. These connections and the vast amount of money transferred among and between them don't just raise conflicts of interest concerns. They raise criminal, financial, counterintelligence, and extortion concerns. The committee's report comes amid brand-new revelations, compliments of Fox News' Tucker Carlson, that there is far more involvement between the U.S. deep state media, political establishment of both parties, Wall Street, and China than we've ever known. In a segment this week, Carlson played video clips of Dai Dongxingheng, an associate dean of the School of International Studies at Renmin University in Beijing, who bragged to an audience during a television show that China's managed to fool the United States via a network of relationships with top American government and business leaders on Wall Street. It turns out that many of the very people who ranted so hysterically about Russia were doing precisely what they claimed to decry. They were working on behalf of our chief global rival, the government of China, Carlson said in his monologue Monday. The Russian hoax effectively was a diversion. It hid something that is not a hoax at all, but is real and threatening to all of us. We're going to spend the foreseeable future reporting on the relationship between America's political and financial elites and the communist government of China that has made many of them very rich, he added. The Trump administration is in a trade war with us. So why can't we fix the Trump administration? Why, between 1992 and 2016, did China and the U.S. used to be able to settle all kinds of issues? No matter what kind of crisis we encountered, things were solved in no time. We fixed everything in two months, the professor said in the November 28th lecture in a video that was quickly pulled down from Chinese social media, which tells us a lot. What is the reason? I'm going to throw out something maybe a little bit explosive here. 
It's just because we have people at the top, at the top of America's core inner circle of power and influence. We have our old friends die, Dong Shane noted further. This is as close to a smoking gun as we have ever seen, Carlson told viewers. Going on to note that the professor said the Obama administration was easy to manipulate. The Chinese had many friends among the Obama people. The problem came when Donald Trump was elected. After that, he said, everything changed, Carlson noted. For the past 30, 40 years, we have been utilizing the core power of the United States. Since the 1970s, Wall Street had a very strong influence on the domestic and foreign affairs of the United States. So we had a channel to rely on, Dai Dong Sheng said. But the problem is that after 2008, the status of Wall Street has declined. And more importantly, after 2016, Wall Street can't fix Trump. Dow went on to then discuss the Bidens. After making clear that China's old friends were unable to fix Trump, he suggested that Beijing is now happy that it appears Joe Biden has won the presidency. But now we're seeing Biden was elected. The, tr- the traditional elite, the political elite, the establishment, they're very close to Wall Street, Dai said suggesting mildly that there were deep financial ties between Hunter Biden and the Chinese government. Dai notes, because the Chinese do pay close attention to what we say here, Donald Trump has complained about Hunter Biden and his ties to the Chinese government, Carlson elaborated. So now you know why you weren't allowed to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop and why big business aligned as one to suppress that story because they were implicated in it. Our country has been completely taken away from us. We have to figure out now how to take it back. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. In the lead-up to the 2020 presidential election, Democrats were determined to remove Trump from office by any means necessary. Their biggest obstacle was their own cognitively deficient low-energy candidate. Their candidate was a career politician, a mumbling, kneeling punching bag. The Democrats knew they would never have the full support of the American people. Their candidate could hardly speak or even draw a crowd. This is why Democrats planned one of the most brazen acts of war against the U.S., rigging the election. Now we're finding out exactly how the Democrats were able to erase Donald Trump's large lead across multiple swing states. The election was stolen for Biden using automated test decks of pre-filled Biden ballot stacks that were fed into voting machines multiple times after Election Day. At approximately 10.30 p.m. on election night, Georgia's election officials did something completely unprecedented. They stopped the vote count and told poll watchers to go home early. Overnight, these corrupt Democrats said automated test decks into voting machines. 
The act was caught on tape at the State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia, where the ballot count was taking place. Over 18,000 fraudulent votes were pushed through the tabulators after everyone, election observers and the press, was forced to leave. This improbable Biden ballot dump observed in Fulton County corresponds with this smoking gun video evidence that shows Democrats pushing fraudulent ballots through the machines in the middle of the night. The video shows how the 12:18 a.m. ballot ballot Biden ballot dump handed Democrats an improbable 98% vote haul out of 23,487 votes. Number of fraudulent ballots found in Georgia is enough to swing elections 10 times over. In Georgia, at least 2,056 felons voted illegally. There were 66,248 kids under 18 who voted illegally. There were 2,403 who voted with no voter registration at all. There were 1,043 voters who, who illegally used a P.O. box. 4,926 voted past the registration date. 10,315 dead voters participated. Election officials also identified 395 people who voted in two states. A stunning 15,700 votes were from people who had moved out of the state. An additional 40,279 votes were from people who changed counties in Georgia and didn't re-register to vote. If these votes are rightfully removed, then Biden cannot claim a victory in Georgia because his so-called margin of victory is only 12,670 votes. The state legislature must take account of these fraudulent votes and the corrupt Democrat schemes that defrauded Trump's victory in the state. The state legislature must now ignore the fraudulent popular vote and send their own slate of electors to the Electoral College. Evidence also corresponds to eyewitness testimony recorded in sworn affidavits testifying that there are there were thousands of pristine sheets fed into the system after hours. These crisp ballots had no creases and a bubble selection perfectly made, out for Biden in advance. In the user manual for these machines, there are instructions that openly permit fraud. This feature is called automated test deck, which are not currently part of U.S. EAC certification. These test decks can be generated automatically for a specific candidate using the EMS test deck application. This feature allowed Democrats to print thousands of pre-filled ballots on demand. These pre-filled test decks were easily brought into existence and their origin concealed by using the names and addresses of unknowing, non-participating Democrat voters. 
a signature match and forensic audit would find that thousands of Biden votes were actually pre-filled test decks with no envelope or signature to match. The user manual states, the automated test deck generator creates comprehensive test decks for for efficient and easy logic and accuracy testing. Using the election project database, a deck of vote marked ballots is randomly generated to provide the highest assurance of system accuracy. When scanned, these automatic, automated test decks, deck ballots create known outcomes that can be compared with the tabulated results, providing verification of both the quality of the printed ballots as well as the complete accuracy of each tabulator. Using these machines, a Democrat operative can then generate test ballots or test decks, either manually from unmarked ballots or automatically using the EMS test deck application with a predetermined voting pattern and expected result total. My. Didn't you always want to know that? I remember when cheating would get you kicked out of school. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the U.S. government-funded Peter Dax ECO Health Alliance to the tune of $61,491,183 dollars to make new coronaviruses that are infectious to humans. It also or indirectly funds the Wuhan Institute of Virology to the tune of $7.4 million to make new coronaviruses that are infectious to humans. Meanwhile, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases funded Ralph Barrick to the tune of $46,958,414 to make new coronaviruses that are infectious to humans. This totals more than $114 million in the period from 2000 to 2020 to make new coronaviruses which are infectious to humans. There is no question that SARS COVID-2 causing COVID-19 is man-made. Isn't that cute? 1984, Dr. Anthony Fossey is appointed director of the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. There is an Orwellian appointment for you if there ever was one. 1986, July 1. 1986 through 1999, funding amounts not specified and then funded by 1,987,840 over seven years from 2000 to 2007, including 2002. The National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases funding Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Subject, Mechanism of MHB Replication 
mouse hepatitis virus. This was the start of the partnership between Fossey and Barrett. 1999, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, funds research amplifying the infectious character of coronaviruses. 1999, the Bill and Melissa Gates Foundation set up a GAVI, Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunization, with a promise of $750 million in funding. So it was never going to be a bit part actor in the vaccine movie. In May, Ralph Barrick successfully constructs a 28K base pair coronavirus from smaller fragments by reverse transcription, making DNA from RNA. He makes an infectious TGE transmissible gastroenteritis virus, which is a type of coronavirus clone from isolated components of the genome. He files for U.S. patent. The invention is exemplified by, although not limited to, the assembly of full-length functional coronavirus genomes. The present inventors have successfully assembled a full-length infectious clone of transmissible gastroenteritis virus using a novel approach, six adjoining cDNA subclones, that span the entire TGE genome were isolated. Each clone was engineered with unique flanking, interconnecting junctions, which dictate a precise systematic assembly with only the correct adjacent cDNA subclones resulting in an intact TGE cDNA construct of about approximately Two eight point five KBs in length. Among other advantages, full-length infectious clones of TGE permit the precise genetic modification of the coronavirus genome. Two thousand one, in April twenty, NIH grant GM six three two two eight funds Ralph Barrick at and and company at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill to do Chimera research to transform the original SARS coronavirus, which was pathogenic only to animals existing in nature as a pathogen for dogs and rabbits, to make it pathogenic, pathogenic to mankind targeting lung epithelial cells. The justification for this research was that it was supposedly designed as a vector virus to distribute HIV vaccines. This resulted in U.S. patent application, and it gives the number. Okay. May 21, 2001, Ralph Barrick and Boyd Yacht, assigned to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, filed U.S. patent. Directional assembly of large viral genomes and chromosomes, the Patent Office search report found. Uh, Michael Lay uh, the making of infectious viral RNA, no size limit in sight, and it gives a uh, notation for that. And it found filial at all infectious RNA transcribed into viral vitral for a cDNA copy of human coronavirus genome cloud in vaccinia virus. Okay, it gives the notation for that. All right, 2002, April. 
University of North Carolina files for another patent for an infectious replication defective coronavirus to be used as a virus vector for HIV vaccine, claiming priority from the previous number. And the inventors were Christopher M. Curtis, uh, Boyd Yunt, and Ralph S. Barrett. November 16, 2002, the first case of an atypical pneumonia is reported in the Guangdong province in southern China. 2003, February 25th. First cases of unusual pneumonia reported in reported in Hanoi, Vietnam. 2003, February 28th, World Health Organization Officer Carlo Urambi, MD, examines an American businessman with an unknown form of pneumonia in a French hospital in Vietnam. March 10th, 2003, Urbani reports an unusual outbreak of the illness, which he calls Sudden Acute Respiratory Syndrome, or SARS, to the main office of the World Health Organization. He notes that the disease has infected an unusually high number of healthcare workers at the hospital in Vietnam. March 11, 2003, a similar outbreak of a mysterious respiratory disease is reported among healthcare workers in Hong Kong. And it goes on to give year for year everything that was done. I'll mention this one, April 4th, 2003. President George W. Bush adds SARS to the list of quarantinable uh, diseases, which gives the CDC the authority to isolate persons who have been exposed to the, to, to the disease. April 12th, 2003, Canadian researchers announced they have completed the first successful sequencing of the genome of the coronavirus believed to cause SARS. Cause SARS. Uh, 2003, CDC officials announced their laboratories have sequenced a nearly identical strain of the SARS coronavirus. The CDC version includes an additional 15 nucleotides, which provides the important beginning of the sequence. You see, all of this was quite planned. Uh, We'll go down to April. um, I'll do this one. A new form of a coronavirus never before seen in humans is confirmed as the cause of SARS, according to Koch's postulates, which are four specific conditions that must be met for a pathogen to be confirmed as a casual agent of disease. CDC patent filed and ultimately becomes, and they give the patent sequence, the patent on the RNA sequence and 7,776,521, the patent on the testing methodology. These patents give the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services the ability to control the commercial exploitation of SARS coronavirus. Uh, World Health Organization removes Toronto, Canada from its list of areas with recent local SARS transmission after 20 days passed since the last SARS case was reported and isolated. Now, 2003, January 26th, Dr. Anthony Fawcett, uh, Fawcett appointed by to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's Global Grand Challenges Scientific Advisory Board and served all the way through 2010. 
when he joined their global vaccine action plan. 2006, Chinese researchers combined HCV, HIV-1, SARS-CoV-1, SARS-CoV-2, and they go on to give the whole chain of events there. NSF grant, 11S, and they tell you, from Italy, France, and Indiana University study addresses first critical step to control a pandemic, shut down international travel. Given this knowledge, why did Fossey tell Trump a travel ban was unnecessary? April 15, 2009, Moderna TX Incorporated is incorporated in Delaware, USA. Uh, On 2010, Moderna, prior to its establishment, filed for a patent, which attracted the investment of and inventorship for venture capitalists at flagship ventures. This patent grew out of the work of Dr. Jason P. Shrum of Harvard Medical School, supported by a National Science Foundation grant. While the application claims priority to August 2010, the application didn't get finalized until October 2015. Next. In 2010, the Wildlife Trust is rebranded to become ECO Health Alliance under the dictate directorship, may as well have been dictatorship, of Peter Dance. 2010, the World Health Organization, UNCF, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have announced a collaboration to increase coordination across the international vaccine community and create a global vaccine action plan. And it tells you everybody who's on the council. Dr. Margaret Chan, Director of World Health Organization. Dr. Anthony Fauci, Director of the National Institutes of Health. Dr. Anthony Lake, Director of UNCF. Miss Joy, whatever her last name is, and it tells you about Africa. And another doctor at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And it goes on. And on, and it tells you, ah, let's go to this one. October 17, 2014, Obama administration halts gain-of-function research. Well, they started up again. So it goes on. In 2017, the gain-of-function research, research ban lifted. There it is right there. So it continues on. It lists several more patents. And if you wish to read them, you may. It states there is no candidate for its creation, for what they did. It seems to the writer that Fauci and the U.S. government funded Barak and Dance to make these bioweapons, possibly for legitimate national security reasons, but when the capacity, capability rather, had been developed, then greed set in and a very profitable business model became visible. Furthermore, a global reset political population control model also appeared. These two models were too appealing to too many powerful people. So the decisions were made to release these weapons not long after they were made. There is no question that the SARS-CoV-2 causing COVID-19 is man-made because the virus has a double CGG condom furin cleavage site, which does not appear in any natural virus anywhere. There you go. Amen. 
So there is no candidate for its creation that is not funded by the NIAID or the NIH or the U.S. government. So this is a U.S. government program funded by U.S. government citizens' money. Hence, Biden's instruction to his intelligence services to investigate the origins of COVID-19 resulted in the obvious lie that we don't know, that one conclusion is in itself proof that the U.S. intelligence services are behind the pandemic because they do know that it was man-made. Indeed, every reader knows this. The chances of the U.S. intelligence services being unaware of the existence and circumstances of the department and the, and the Five Eyes countries has responded to their articles by either stopping producing, producing figures or castigating department heads or changing the way the figures are calculated or straight up rigging their figures are zero. So they are covering up. So they are covering up. They are guilty. Also, the closure of Fort Detrick, the premier U.S. bioweapons facility, due to a leak in August, two months before the October 19th infections in 10 hospitals in Wuhan, is far too close for comfort. When you consider the number of biolabs discovered in Ukraine, you see how seriously bioweapons research. When you consider that Moderna had all seven of its vaccine patents filed six months before the outbreak of the disease and has the double CGG condensated in five of its patent applications dated from 2013, you realize that they are on the side of this game and part of the team. And Fossey, too. So there's a list here if you'd like to look at it of the funding of the creation of COVID-19 and it tells you just how much money was spent in what time period and that the U.S. government was the funding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So there you have it, church. It's a nasty little world and we live in it. But God is here to help us and to carry us through. Amen. Praise God. So, that's about as fast as I can read that, and I want to thank the Lord for helping me. Um, We're presenting all of this to the Lord, to the righteous judge for his adjudications, and we thank him for what he will do. Amen. Brother Marshall, we need to pray. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your divine intervention. Every one of these situations that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, you told us over and over again to not be anxious about tomorrow, not to be allowed, to be, not to be controlled by fear, because you know what's going on. There's nothing hidden from your eyes, Lord. All things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we have to do, like it says in Hebrews uh, what is that, 4.13. So we thank you, Lord. This not, not, none of this is a surprise to you. It may be surprised to those kind of people who have been uh, drinking the so-called Kool-Aid, drinking the, the stuff from the, uh, the so-called trustworthy government officials that only are concerned about helping the citizens of the United States. To do what? To bow down and worship them and uh, be, be, be obedient, like good little serfs. 
So, Father God, we thank you for bringing these things to light, and we thank you for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth. And we know we can't defeat the enemy in our own strength. Pat Holiday said it over and over again. We're no match for the devil because our battle is not against people, not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and power, spiritual wickedness in high places. It talks about it in Ephesians 6. And there's some people in high places, and it's not just domestic, it's also foreign, foreign and domestic enemies. And there's some people who have taken, you know, vows to defend the U.S. Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic. And there's some medical doctors who said they will take an oath. What is it called? Hippocratic oath? Sometimes more like hypocritical oath. But anyway, to, to do no harm. But some of those people want to do no harm to their investment income. They want to do no harm to their bank accounts. Because the whole plan, Father God, to bring everybody into a government-controlled medical system where the doctors have to just follow uh, blueprints handed to them from above, just like the people in the voting situation have to follow the blueprints from these nice little computers and all the little games that they're playing. So, Father, for every one of these situations that Dr. Zabrina has just read through, oh, my goodness, so many different situations, Father God, from, these, uh, from the new experimental flu vaccine that's going to protect everyone, whose report will we believe? Do we believe that that first coronavirus vaccine, so-called vaccine, was really helpful and beneficial? Have we heard about how many health insurance agencies and many different groups are quite surprised by this marked increase of people who normally don't have health issues, the young people between like 20 and 45, having marked health problems, Father God. Some of them are rather startling health problems with like uh, like uh, things affecting their hearts, turning them from a 27-year-old that, that has a very healthy completely healthy heart, Father God, who's able to be in the military, just who has a heart with CHF that's going to barely breathe and barely get by. How did this happen? Did this happen because there was a so-called coronavirus that was created to do what? To bring a bioweapon in. Where, were the bio where did the bioweapons documentation come from? Oh, our friends, our good, trustworthy friends in China, they gave everybody... All the sequencing, they just send it by, by mail, not snail mail. They send it electronically. These are the pairs. These are the, 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 this is the whole plan. So now they want to convince us to take a new experimental flu vaccine. It may not work for a year, but by next year it's going to be fabulous if you're still alive and if you believe that lie. Every creature of God, the God who created heaven and earth, is good and nothing to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, but it better be a creation of the creator of heaven and earth. Does he try to manipulate things that can only affect animals and make them affect humans in negative ways? I think Jesus says in John 10.10 10, that I have come, you may have life and have it more abundantly, but the devil comes to do what? Steal, kill, and destroy. That sounds like his fingerprints are all over this new flu vaccine, as well as this new wonderful thing from our friends up in Canada who come in out with Vansity Visa, uh, carbon emission tracking system, because that's what they want to do for the whole new global digital currency. They can track and trace and keep track of how much is this person is spending on their, 
on their fuel costs? Are they spending on going to driving here and there? Do they really need to be driving here and there? And, and of course, you know, the, the other people in the global elite, they can have 10 mansions. You know, Obama can have his huge mansion in Martha's Vineyard where they can't possibly fit more than 10 or 12,000 refugees. I mean, no, they wouldn't fit them in there because, no, no, they could fit them in his little pool house, right? But, but, but for the peons, those people that actually work like, you know, 60 hours a week or something to go and drive their trucks and deliver the goods for the global elite. And now we hear they want to close down some of the, some of the railroads, too, because some of those people working the railroads are not too happy. So, Father, could this have anything to do with their plans to control everything, to control people? So, Father, we ask you to your divine intervention for every one of these situations. We thank you for exposing them, bringing everything to light. Even as you said you would bring everything to light, Father, over and over and over again. Even in in uh, Luke chapter 12, where is that one? 12, 2, Jesus speaking. I don't have it memorized just yet. Jesus says, For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known, Father. And you said, If two of you on earth agree to touch anything else, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. We're all whosoever's Father God. Those who are created in your image, in the image of God, created a man. Of one blood made he all men upon all the people on the earth. And there's some people who want to change that blood. They want to say it's owned by a pharmaceutical industry because it's been changed. It's not the same DNA that God gave human beings in the womb and their mother's womb from those from those genes that were in the mother that she that the little girl got when she was in her mother's womb, and the, the sperms can be changed, but the the gene the eggs from the the girls they stay the same. But some people think they're little gods. Some of the WEF people think they're gods. They say it rather boldly, Father God, and we ask you, Father God, you know how to hold them accountable. These people that think they're gods, you know how to hold them accountable, Father God. What was that guy Harare's? Thing, you know, oh, these people think there's a God in heaven and, and that, that, that he, he's, uh, you know, going to give people free will. But you're not going to have free will anymore. Oh, no, we're going to, we, the global elite, are going to tell you what you're going to do. And you're going to have to obey us. Why should we obey those global elite, Father God? And you know what they're going to do to those little people that think they're gods. You don't like idolatry. That's the first of the Ten Commandments. No gods before you. And you said... In Jeremiah 10.10, but the Lord, Yahweh, the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting king. At his wrath, the earth shall tremble, and the nations shall not be able to abide his indignation. He doesn't like it when people try to thumb their nose at the creator God. He doesn't like it when, when Satan tries to do that. What? He kicked them out of heaven. Thus shall you say unto them, the gods, little g, the small gods, the little gods that have not made the heavens and the earth, they shall perish. That's what you said in your word, Lord, in Jeremiah 10:11. From the earth and from under these heavens, you're Lord of all. You're Lord of heaven and earth, King Jesus. You have all power in heaven and earth. We overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We love not our lives unto the death. And we thank you, Lord. And you said in Philippians 2, 9, Wherefore God, the creator God, God also have highly exalted him, the Lord Jesus, the Lamb of God, the line of the tribe of Judah, and given him a name which is above every name, that is the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow. Ralph Barrick, every knee should bow. Fauci's knee, 
Bidens, Hunter Biden, every one of them, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father in Jesus' name. Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound, every one of your demonic assignments to steal, kill, and to destroy, coming through all these different venues, coming through the so-called new flu vaccine, coming through the mind control uh, pandemic, the mind control games of this uh, fourth industrial revolution, a plan of the World Economic Forum, the so-called plan to try and get everybody to have their carbon footprint and every other footprint and every other uh, vaccine mandate, every other uh, control of, well, have you been properly vaccinated? Will we allow you into our country or not? The the uh, so-called agenda to keep keep track of everyone and all the people trying to hide what the Biden family has done. We thank you for bringing it all to light, Father. All those, Father God, the whole entire Biden family compromised by their financial dealings in many different ways and venues and other people, high levels in government, and particularly in the United States, but other governments too. It was not just the United States. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Other governments too involved in these things. How about Italy? Other governments, other areas involved. We thank you for bringing all these things to light, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for exposing what's going on with the so-called 2020 election, which obviously was this was a whole new approach that Dr. Sabrina mentioned. I heard about many other avenues, many other ways that they used to, to mess with the election. We've seen with the, the 2,000 mules or whatever, but the automatic test deck application, how they use these, de- these test decks to just shove in elections where all these thousands of the, 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 uh, votes that came in late for, for, uh, on the election in Georgia, <clears throat> what percentage of them were for Biden? Uh, overwhelming percentage, more than 90%. So we thank you, Father God. The statistical odds of that, if they were valid, is practically nil. It's almost impossible. And we thank you for exposing what's going on with <clears throat> Peter Dasick's uh, involvement with Eco Health Alliance and Ralph Barrick from uh, the place down in uh, Chapel Hill in, in Georgia, Father God, and proving without a shadow of a doubt from page after page after page, which Dr. Sabrina did a very good job of just trying to cover the highlights, Father God. Yes, the SARS-CoV-2 COVID uh, so-called pandemic was not an accidental thing by some bats that got at him in the food market. No, this was all planned. And who who funded it? Oh, Father, we repent. We were just trying to pay our taxes. We thought that was the right thing to do at the time. You told us to render unto Caesar what we're supposed to give unto Caesar. But you also told us to render unto God, the creator God, what's due to him. And did he give us every drop of our blood? Did he give us our souls? Are we supposed to give him back every drop of our blood, every every bit of our soul? Are we supposed to give him all of our hearts? Not just, you know, I'll give him 90% of my heart, especially on Sunday. Maybe I'll give him 99% on Sunday. And then Monday comes, I maybe give him 75%. No, we're supposed to give him 100% of us. As we reckon ourselves dead to ungodly fear, dead to self-hatred, dead to selfishness and idolatry, every vestige and form of idolatry, including worshiping money. Because they want to change that up, and it's going to be changed. Everybody that worships anything other than the Creator God, even their nice pickup truck, oh, it's going to rescue me. No, you don't take pleasure in the legs of a man or horses or any other things, Father God. What do you take pleasure in those that have a holy fear of you? He showed you, man, what is good, what the Lord required, that thou do justly love mercy and walk humbly with thy God. So, Father, we pray for those who despitefully use us, and there's some of the lower levels that maybe they can repent before they... If you've got Khrushchev to repent, Father God, 
<laughs> Apparently you did. And, he, and you've got Saul of Tarsus to repent, who wrote most of the New Testament under the unction of the Holy Spirit. If you can do that, Father, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. And since you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, and you have, and because that's what it says over in Matthew 28, 18, and Jesus cannot lie, it's impossible for God to lie. That is written in several places, including Titus 1, 2, in Jesus' name. And Jesus says, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. And Jesus also says in the last verse of the, of the Gospel of Matthew, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. And Jesus, since you're with all of us always, and you'll never leave us nor forsake us, so may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. We only have one to fear, the Creator God. And why should we fear Him? Because we don't want to thumb our nose at Him like some people did that tried to come up with a nice little thing to kill other human beings or to rob from them or steal from them, trying to steal their peace and harmony, trying to cause division in family groups, trying to cause one people to say, Well, I know Fauci's perfect because he says I'm science. Oh, really? You told us about false uh, things right, right in that same chapter in Timothy where you talk about the people that are worshiping mammon, the people that are worshiping money. You said it's the root of all evil toward the end of First Timothy. I think it's chapter 6. Yeah, you said the worship of money is the root of all evil. It sounds like a lot of people have got a lot of money. A lot of money from who? From us, Father, from the U.S. taxpayers through the Department of Defense to go over to Wuhan, China, because they couldn't keep doing it down in Chapel Hill, apparently. They had to send it over there. And then they, they got found out, the Russians found them out over in Ukraine, because they were trying to put that same nasty virus on the birds and send them by the prevailing winds into Russia. And so what did, what did our friend, <clears throat> the previous speaker of the house, I guess she's still there, Nancy do? Oh, she took a, a flight over, uh, did something to do with China. No, it really had to do with take, starting up the new bioweapons labs over in, where's that? Uh, one of those other Asian countries, kind of, what, what begins with an I, where our, kind of, where our brother in Christ and his wife, our father, got in their family. We ask you to deliver all those where the new bioweapons labs, are, bioweapons labs have been started up in, in those other nations. Where they're trying to have, they have bioweapons labs and they have a new one in Kansas here. They're new, all over the place. They, they don't give up easily, do they? Because what, if they're found out, <laughs> they know that, that Guantanamo was, would be like, a, be like a lovely country club compared to where they deserve to go. <clears throat> Father God. Father, we need to ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, because you, Father God, you know that when people do repent, and there have been people who've done horrific, horrific, horrible, horrible things, Father God, <clears throat> even that man who, who, who raped and murdered 25 women, and there was a woman who had memorized the entire book of Ephesians, Father God, and when he tried to take her at gunpoint, she said, you're not in charge here. I am in Jesus' name, and she led him to Jesus, and he repented, and he went to the electric chair, but he said, I had to see that woman before I die because he repented. So, Father God, if you can get a hold of him, he was an absolute murderer. You can get a hold of these, some of these other people, Father God, that have done horrific and awful things, including some of the doctors. They, some of them have known what they're doing. It was not best for their patients. They went along with it anyway. Well, I've got to pay off my mortgage. I've got to pay off my, my, my um, medical school loan. I've got, got to pay for my kids to go to college. I've got to pay, pay all these things. What's more important? Human beings, lives, your oath, to keep your, how about Dr. Fauci? He's supposed to be a medical doctor. Does he keep in his oath to do no harm? 
Father God, we ask your divine intervention and adjudication, and we thank you that you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, and we thank you that you've raised us up together with Christ Jesus and received in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2, 6. According to Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. As we have been washed in your blood, Lord Jesus, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Satan, you're bound. Or your underlings are bound. Everyone, every demonic spirit assignments to steal, kill, and destroy. From the witchcraft and every other source, from the sorcery, from coming from every avenue and every area. We speak blindness to us. I mean, mutinous mouth. I mean, only hear what Jesus wants them to hear. And every witchcraft curse thing against every one of us and all the saints and all those that have been, all the family members of all the saints that I'm trying to bewitch them into taking the next so-called wonderful vaccine, every one of these mind-blinding spirits, every witchcraft curse, every mind-blinding spirit from the from the from mind control and mass psychosis are bound and gagged and returned to assembled and heads of spirits descended. Do those spirits intend to do that? Friend drawn to our neighbors, assembled into their bosom, they were approached where they approached the O Lord, including from the Karabaza directed energy weapons and 5G and every other things they're trying to do to control in with the to, to blend in with the vaccine, so-called vaccine, cut up, cut up, cut up, cut that, from all those particles in there and the self-assembling nanoparticles. Even if you told Pat Holiday before she heard about any of this stuff, but you told her by the Spirit to bind the, nan, nano, what is that, the nanoparticles and cast them out when Brother Bill had all kinds of lesions on his arms, and she bound them, she cast them out, and, hey, his arms cleared up in a short period of time. So we thank you, Father God, for the divine influence of your Spirit. It's not by human might, it's by human power, it's by your Spirit. Satan, you're bound to everyone. Underlands, you're bound. In Jesus' name, the name of the Anointed One. He is the Anointed One. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. We thank you for delivering us from all that oppression. We thank you for that anointing, Father God, that you gave Jesus the oil of gladness above his fellows so we don't have to be signed and, and comp- oh, whatever we can do. Oh, what does Jesus want us to do? Because he's given us the victory. He gave us the Jewish people the victory. They just had to go into the promised land. And who believed him? Oh, there were two of the ten, two of the twelve spies that believed, and they went in. And <clears throat> one of them went in forty years later, when he was eighty something, and his strength was not diminished. He went in and he took the land against the giants, so-called giants. And a lot of people, <clears throat> even in the Christian movement, they're all they're captivated about all this giant business, Father God, and all the other distracting spirits. We thank, we bind up everyone these spirits of distraction and mind control coming from all these so-called Christians. Some of them are, some of them aren't, some of them are just a little bit confused, Father God. I don't know. But you know everything, Father God. We ask you to deliver us from every spirit of confusion. And all these spirits they're trying to use to control, to get people distracted, looking this way, that way, and every way, other than just gazing into the eyes of the lover of our soul. And Jesus, and because in your presence, we only can go in the glory of the Lord for God. And we thank you for giving us your perfect peace. Thanks, Lord Jesus. Because you said, but I'm saying, no good thing we would